الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وما اتاكم الرسول فخذوه وما نهاكم عنه فانتهوا صدق الله العظيم respected brothers respected elders mothers and sisters listening at home in the last session of dars hadith we discussed one very important masla with regards to women entering masjid nabawi sallallahu alaihi wasallam and masjid haram and in fact in general for women to enter any mosque any masjid in any part of the world alhamdulillah that masala was covered with a lot of detail and explanation going back to the topic the history of masjid nabawi sallallahu alaihi wasallam the history of madinatul munawwara and our role as muslims our duty what we have to do when we enter the beautiful city of nabi karim sallallahu alaihi wasallam when we make ziyarat of masjid nabawi subhanallah ab sallallahu alaihi wasallam said man zara qabri wajabat shafa'ati anyone who makes my ziyarat my shafa'at for me to intercede for him in the hereafter becomes wajib and this is a promise by huzur alaihi salatu wassalam you make ziyarat of huzur alaihi salatu wassalam huzur alaihi salatu wassalam will intercede for you if somebody was to phone us today and say don't worry i will pick you up at the airport and you don't have to worry at the customs i know everyone there i will look after you in every way that person mashallah is with great ease he makes his travel his journey he is confident that everything will be okay for me ab sallallahu alaihi wasallam is saying to us the believers that if you make ziyarat of masjid nabawi sallallahu alaihi wasallam and you stand in front of my roza when you come out of the graves i will look after you you have no problem i will be with you all the time subhanallah allah rabbul alamin hame wo maqam de ke aap sallallahu alaihi wasallam hamari shafaat kare hadith se pak mein hai aap sallallahu alaihi wasallam has said that anyone who visits me to my roza it is like as if he visited me in my lifetime ye bhi ek mustaqil fazilat subhanallah the ulama have said that when one enters masjid nabawi when he is making ziyarat of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam the most honorable act of virtue for him is to constantly engage himself in salat was salam especially when he is in madinatul munawwara 
when he is in Makkatul Mukarrama, the ulama have said that it is better for him to do tawaf of the Kaaba. Recitation of the Quran is there, all the other azkar are there, but Kaaba is only found in Makkatul Mukarrama. So tawaf of Kaaba will only be there. So whilst you stay in Makkatul Mukarrama, the most honorable act of duty for the believer is to make tawaf of the Kaaba. And when he comes to Masjid Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to prepare himself, MashaAllah, to clean himself, to make ghusl and with clean and pure clothes to enter Masjid Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and continuously while he is in Masjid Nabi and when he exits the Masjid also in the streets of Madinatul Munawwara wherever, wherever he is just to engage himself into Salatu was salam, reading the root to Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And this recitation of the root, my brothers, is a compulsion. It is farz. And let me explain to you when I say farz. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, very famous ayat karima which all the Muslims are familiar with. Inna Allah wa malaikatahu Yusalluna ala nabi Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu Sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima And generally all of you Read the Rusharif Can you do that? Allahumma salli ala sayyidina wa nabiyyina wa ala muhammadin nabiyyina wa ala alayhi wa sallimu taslima Malala Khalid Sumro Saab came on a Wednesday And uh, we were sitting with him And in the middle of the bayan I noticed Malala Saab got in Josh uh, Comes from Pakistan doesn't he? MashaAllah And the voice Allah gave him But he noticed that the people who were listening were all very quiet I said to him downstairs in the office I said, Hazrat, these people are of the Gujarati community MashaAllah, we come from India <laughs> We are all very very quiet But we listen attentively But when you go to Pakistan With the Maulana who is speaking Even the Musalli speak even the Sami'een have contributed something. So when the Alim says something, there's always someone saying, Nara'i Takbeer, Allah Akbar, Nara'i Risadat, Muhammad Rasulullah. And there's always Nara going on. So the Mawlana felt a bit sort of isolated. He said that it is as if I was doing the speaking myself. I said, Welcome to Leicester. The Mahal ka asar hota. MashaAllah, when we were here in Khatm al also. So you have different types of group, different people, some of them they say Subhanallah, MashaAllah So when I read this ayat karima read loudly inshallah Ya ayyuhalladheena amunu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima Allahumma salli ala sayyidina wa nabiyyina wa maulana muhammadin nabiyil ummi wa ala alihi wa sallim taslima Some of the Arab shuyukh when they do bayan Subhanallah If you have an opportunity though you may not understand but sit in the majlis and once in a while after every six, seven minutes, they have a habit of saying, Wahidullah, Wahidullah. Everyone says, Subhanallah, Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah. Especially Marhum Sheikh Kishk, Rahmatullah alayhi, every few minutes in his congregation, he would say, Sallu ala nabi, Sallu ala nabi. And all of the Egyptians, the whole mosque, would recite Durud and Hazrat Nabi Kareem. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So, inshallah, we should have that spirit and that.
force and power and that energy, inshallah, to continue to say subhanallah, to continue to make zikr. As Hassan bin Sabit radiallahu ta'ala an was the shair of Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam and he was especially appointed by Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam and his duty was to read Ash'ar in the Arabic language what to boost the companions. Subhanallah. And even when Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam when Aap sallallahu alayhi wasallam would do wa'az Aap sallallahu alayhi wasallam's nasihat was very very different Sometimes Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam would individually ask a question to someone And sometimes he would say Allah unabbi'ukum shall I not inform you of so and so And he would expect an answer All of them collectively the companions would generally say Bala ya Rasulullah Why not O Prophet of Allah or they would say, Fidaka Abi wa Ummi. Hamare Mabab Abkyubar, Kurban ho. Our mother and father be a ransom to you, O Prophet of Allah. So Huzur alayhi salatu was salam's again style of speech was that. And each environment is very, very different. This ayati karima indicates, Ya ayyuhaladina amunu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima. The key ayat in Surah Ahzab, in the Qur'an, which deals with the subject of Salatu was Salam on Hazrat Nabiya Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Tarjumah Asan, Salatu was Salam paro Huzur Alaihi Salatu was Salam ke upar. Send mercy and greetings to Huzur Alaihi Salatu was Salam. But what kind of Salatu was Salam? Salatu was Salam, which was read by the companions. Sahabai kiram ajma'een, buzrugani deen, or something that is valid in the sharia. The ulama, due to this ayat karima, in the light of this ayat karima, they say that for a mu'min, for a believer, once in a lifetime, durood sharif is first. Once in a lifetime. He is not a mu'min, he has to read durood sharif once in his lifetime. Therefore, due to this ayat karima Islamic Muslim jurists like the Fuqaha, Imam Shafi'i rahmatullah and one opinion of Imam Ahmad bin Hamdul rahmatullah he says that to read durood in your salat in the qaidah akhira when one is sitting in his last posture for salat, tashahud ki halat mein, after tashahud we have to read. Not in the second rakat. In the second rakat, after at-tahiyyat, we have to stand up if there is a three or a four unit prayer. Durood is only in the last rakat. And in namaz, do we stand up and read durood or do we sit and read durood? So it is perfectly jayis for someone to sit and read durood. You can't actually force someone and say, hey, stand up. Wahabi, wahabi. Stand up. is not an In namaz we are sitting. In namaz we are sitting. Imam Shafi'i says, and Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal, according to his one opinion, it is wajib to read durood on Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in that posture. After tashahud to read. Kya hai? Wajib. According to 
Imam Azam Abu Hanifa Rahmatullah Ali and Imam Malik Rahmatullah Ali, they are of the opinion that it is a great sunnah. So we have to read and sit in that posture of tashahud which is wajib, we have to sit. But if someone misses out from uh, Durood Sharif, and if he is following the fiqh of Imam Shafi'i, then he will have to make such day sahur. But if he is following the fiqh of Imam Abu Hanifa or Imam Malik Rahmatullah Alayh, then his namaz will be defective, uh, but namaz will be complete. And missing out from a great sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam will mean that there is no great barakah in the salat. Subhanallah. And there is also one other masla which the ulama say that every time in a majlis when continuously you hear the name of Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam, do we have to respond to that send durood to Huzur alayhi salam every time on his name? Some of the fuqaha uh, have a very strong opinion to that and they say that every time you hear the name of Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam, read durood on him. The reason for that is that we have a hadith in the books of hadith. One hadith, Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam has said, a miser, a bakhil, is not that person who has no money. A bakhil is that person when the Molana is saying or taking the name of Huzur alayhi salam, he is sleeping. He is sleeping or his mind is somewhere. So when Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam's name comes, we have to say sallallahu alayhi because of this hadith, some of the ulama hold the opinion, no, it is wajib. Majority of the ulama say that if in one gathering like this gathering, if continuously the name of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam is taken, then at least once in that majlis to utter the name of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, it is what? Wajib. It is wajib. Bahat zaruri. That is why Absalam in a hadith has said that if in a majlis Allah's name is not taken and durood is not sent to Hadrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam illa kana alayhim tiratun. Absalallahu alayhi wasallam has said then for that person on the day of Qiyamah that missing out from the zikr of Allah missing out from sending durood to Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam will cause him great grief and it will be a cause of great loss for him in the hereafter. That is why in some of the programs that are scheduled in any way uh, Islamic activities it is start it starts off by the recitation of the Quran and Quran in itself is, is the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When generally you will notice that when uh, the bayan starts, some of the ulama say, Duru Sharif Palle. Kya hai? Duru Sharif Palle. Or sometimes when the dua ends, it ends with Duru Sharif. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala khayri khalkihi Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa azwajihi wa zurriyatihi wa ahli baytihi ajma'in. Ab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said that in every majlis, the name of Allah must be taken and durood must be read upon Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And if one 
misses out from this, Allah says, Insha'a'azabahum wa insha'a'ghafaralahum. If Allah wills, Allah can punish him for that. If Allah wills in the hereafter, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can forgive him. That is why the famous words of Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala are that he says, Inna du'a'a mawkufun bayna as-sama'i wal-ard. Inna du'a'a. When you make du'a to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, your du'a floats between the heavens and the earth. It is suspended in the air. It does not go straight up in the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is blocked. In the du'a mawkufun, mawkufun, bayna as-sama'i wal-ard. Ji, la yas'adu minhu shay. Nothing of it goes on top in the, in the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Hatta yusalli nabiyyik until with that dua you read durood on Hazrat Nabiyya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Make yourselves acquainted and have this habit of reading durood sharif continuously upon Hazrat Nabiyya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam especially on Friday anyone who wants to have this spiritual connection with Hazrat Nabiyya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam then he should continuously read Durood Sharif continuously subhanallah and this is the shan of sahabai kiram ajma'een kya deer lagti hai Allahumma salli ala Muhammad kama sallayt ala Ibrahim this is Durood Ibrahim is even long Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is also a durood. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is also a durood. Some of the sahabai kiram ajma'een, I, I think I have said it to you that it was Hazrat Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala an, that in the night he was in the habit of reading durood upon huzur alayhi salatu wa salam how many times? Ghaliban 10,000 times. Kitni martaba? 10,000 times. Sahabai kiram al-min ki adat They were in the habit of Sallallahu alayhi nabi Sallallahu alayhi nabi Hazrat Ubaid bin Ka'ab radiallahu ta'ala A grand companion of Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam Once he came to Ab sallallahu alayhi wasalam And he said Ya Rasulullah Besides what is farz on me And what is wajib on me I have my azkar My, my own method of supplicating to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala What is nawafil for me My zikr how much time should I take in my zikr and from all the zikr that is there how much time do I take out to send durood to you Absalam said to him that is entirely up to you Hazrat Ubay bin Ka'ab says Ya Rasulullah if I take my time out as in one quarter of the time that I have if I dedicate one quarter of that period to durood sharif is that enough Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam looked at Ubay bin Ka'ab and said it is enough but if you increase it it is even better if you increase it it is even better so jee uthay jee mood hole jee aur hume taklif hoti hai na bhai koi aadmi soya hua ho isliye mujhe taklif hoti hai bura na maane uh, and Hazrat Ubay bin Ka'ab radiallahu ta'ala said that increase Allah said to him increase it 
And he says, Ya Rasulullah, if I increase it to half the time, Ada waqt durood me de diya Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam says, fine, that is even good. But if you increase it more, it is even better. Hazrat Ubay bin Ka'ab says, Ya Rasulullah, two-thirds of my time, exclusively dedicated towards Duru Sharif. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, very good, but increase it more is even better. Allahu Akbar. Subhanallah. They were Ushak. They were Ushak. Meri tarah kamzor admi. Ham kaha. Allah wale log kaha. Subhanallah. Sahabai kiram ajmain kaha. Hazrat Ubay bin Ka'ab, Qa'ab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ne kaha, if you increase it, it is better. He says, Ya Rasulullah, if I dedicate all my time in Duru Sharif, then what is your opinion? Aap sallallahu alayhi wa sallam smiled at Hazrat Ubay bin Ka'ab and said, Izan tukfa hammaka, then O Ubay bin Ka'ab, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will take care of all your necessities in this world. Subhanallah. Kya chahi? تمہیں جو کچھ تکلیف ہے نا وہ اللہ سبحانہ وتعالی کافی ہو جائیں گے all your troubles, all your needs, all the necessity اللہ سبحانہ وتعالی will take care of it in the hadith it comes حتی جی یکفر ذنبک اللہ سبحانہ وتعالی will also forgive all your sins سبحان اللہ that is why from the companions it is said that عبی بن قعب رضی اللہ تعالی عنہ was one sahabi who all the time was seen by the companions only saying Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Hamesha Durood Mein Mashgool Rehte Te Hamesha Durood Mein Mashgool Rehte Te Subhanallah That is why all these shuyukh, all these buzrugani deen Some of the scholars were incredible, my respected brothers Hamare Shaykh Te Hazrat Mawana Ghulam Habib Nakshmandi Rahmatullah Alaih Ajeeb buzrug Sahibi Karamat in his halat, in his biography, it is said that when he went to do ziyarat of Masjid Nabwi and to give salam to Ab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, sometimes he would overstay in Madinatul Munawwara and visa is only given for 15 days and he would overstay there. Sometimes he would even have to cancel the flight. Some of the khuddam that was they were there, they would say, Hazrat, we might as well travel back. All the trouble we have to go to reschedule the flight, to rebook, everything, it is taqif. He would say, what can I do? I have no permission from the Prophet to leave Madinah. I have no permission to leave from the Prophet. And this what Hazrat is saying, we don't even get close to it. We have no understanding because our spirituality, our level of understanding, it, we are so way behind. Allah Wali, Buzurgani Deen, they have this connection with Huzur alayhi salatu And once he said that I have seen with my eyes Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam standing and performing salah. That is why. Abu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that when I went for Ma'raj, I saw Musa alayhi salatu wa sallam in the area where he is resting, performing salah. See? Sunnah, performing salah. 
Subhanallah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq that we are in this habit of continuously sending durood on Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam. There is great honor and great barakah. In fact, what what honor can it is there any greater honor than an individual sending durood to Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam and the angel presents his durood to Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam with his name and the name of his father. Sitting in Leicester with sincerity, you have wuzu, you are in the masjid and reading with ikhlas, durood sharif, the angels are appointed and directly, directly, text message hotayna. You write your text message, and this is the. A lot of people say, Molana, I don't understand Gibat. I explain to them. Said Gibat is one sin, such a sin, that when you backbite on the spot, your Hajj, your Nawafil, your Zikr, your Tahajjud, your Salat, every act of ibadat is transferred to that person who you have done Gibat of. On the spot. And how can it be on the spot? Very simple. Pick up your mobile phone. One man could be in China and the other man could be in the other part of the world. Uh, and you have reception there. <laughs> You're not in Masjid Umar because we don't have reception here. <laughs> and if you want to send a message to him, one is on, in one part of the world and the other one is there. All you have to do is press one button, send. Send. When you press send, all the words go from this end of the world to that end. And that person re- reads exactly, and technology is so fast, there is computer and everything, but this is just one example I'm giving. Exactly in the same way. When you make gibbet, the angels press the button, send. What do they press the button? Send. And all your amal are transferred. See, Imam Bukhari he would say that in my Namai Amal, in my book of deeds, this sin of Gibat will never be found. I have not done Gibat of anyone in my life. And this is the case of Ilyan as in Miser is not financially, as in he never backbites. He never backbites but the whole world backbites about him so all their good actions is transferred to Imam Abu Hanifa but Imam Abu Hanifa keeps his amal intact he does not talk about anyone someone said to him that so and so man is talking bad about you he says really? did you hear him? he was saying this about me? he says Hazrat would go in the house and take gold coins and this was, he was so happy, subhanallah how fortunate who is that man who is prepared to give me his good action good amal to me Imam Sheikh would go and knock on his door, he says Jazakallah, I've heard that you have been backbiting about me doing my but I don't know how to repay you but these are some of the gold coins that I can give you <laughs> These were great shiyukh. So we have to be very, very careful, very, very careful on the subject of Duru Sharif. 
Subhanallah, it is a great na'mah. Anyone who has this habit of reading Durush Sharif upon Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, no doubt he is spiritually connected with Huzur sallallahu alayhi wasallam. That is why when we go to Madinatul Munawwara, we must make greet up sallallahu alayhi wasallam and as well as greeting Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam, we have to greet Shaykhan, Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq and Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala. In the hadith it comes, Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam has said, when someone gives or greets me, when I am presented with an individual uh, salatu wasalam, the angels come and say, Fulanun uh, Ibn Fulanin Salla alayka Ya Muhammad Sallallahu alayhi wasallam This is in the hadith The so and so person Son of so and so Has given durood to you In another hadith It comes Raddallahu ruhi Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Returns my ruh In my body Now It's very important That we understand this hadith A lot of the brothers will Perhaps have This in the mind That why should the ruh Continuous we come out of the body of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and then return back. Imagine, millions and millions of people are sending durud to Huzur alaihi salatu wasallam. So what is the meaning that the ruh returned back to the body? And Abu sallallahu alaihi wasallam gives him jawab, responds to his durud. The meaning of the hadith the muhaddisin have said, it is not about the ruh as in the soul returning in the body. It means that generally when someone is in alam barzakh in the grave, in that world, his full attention is with Allah and with Jannat. His full attention is with Allah. So when you have Jannat, why do you want to come back to Leicester? Right? Say, when you have Jannat, will anybody want to return back to dunya? No. But when someone sends durood with ikhlas and sincerity to Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam, Ab sallallahu alayhi wasallam gives him the full attention. And the meaning of the hadith where Ab sallallahu alayhi wasallam has said that the, the ruh returns to my body, it's not ruh as in the soul, it means full attention of Huzur alayhi salam is given to that individual. That is the meaning. So you give salatu wa salam to Ab sallallahu alayhi wasallam and Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq and Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala This is very very important. Azimabad me, there was a, a, a Muslim, a Sunni Muslim and uh, a Shia Muslim in Azimabad. It was the period of Hajj, the Sunni Muslim brother decided to go for Hajj and he was closely associated with his friend but he was a Shia brothers and sisters listening at home also and the brothers that are here remember one thing Aqeedah is very very important Aqeedah Aqeedah is very important the Quran starts with Aqeedah الَّذِينَ يُؤْمِنُونَ بِالْغَيْبِ this one verse this not even one entire ayat. Alladina yu'minuna bil ghayb is the foundation, the backbone of aqeedah. What is aqeedah? Aqeedah is so important. Insan ka aqeedah kaisa hona chahi. It's not so easy that 
so and so person like so and so person but he is a Shia and Shia okay so it is okay for a Sunni to marry a Shia remember a, a Sunni Muslim can never ever marry a Shia Muslim there is no nikah there is no nikah Mufti Yusuf Ludhiyanvi in his Aapke Masail or Unka Hal a lady asked him that so and so person in my family especially this happens in Pakistan so and so person is a Shia married a Sunni is nikah valid Adhan Rahmatullah says there is no nikah there is no there is no nikah. The kalima this is not one. The azan is not one. The Quran is not one. Subhanallah. The aqidah of uh, all uh, Anbiya alayhim salatu was salam being ma'asum. They have the aqidah of the imams being ma'asum. Everything, subhanallah, is baseless for them. So this Sunni Muslim was going for hajj and the Shia person heard of him and the Shia said to this Sunni Muslim that when you go to Madinatul Munawwara, when you go to Madinatul Munawwara, pass my salams to Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and tell him that I also want to come one day and make ziyarat of you, O Messenger of Allah. But there is only one thing that is stopping me. And that is the two companions that are resting with you, Abu Bakr and Umar Farooq. And nobody, nobody can argue with that on this subject. I personally, personally have experienced this. Zati tajruba hai. Zati tajruba. 